What's good, everybody? Welcome or welcome back to the channel. I'm Nasty Nate, stunt writer, content creator, and inspirational speaker. And today, a much requested video. Instagram is my most used, most popular platform. And I get this message all the time. How do I create a brand for myself? How do I create a name for myself? How do I gain traction on social media? How do I get an audience? How do I find my voice? These are very, very popular common questions I get asked. So I wanted to go over that today. Most of the time, it's stunt riders, guys that ride motorcycles, which obviously that's my main reach and my main audience. But obviously, I'm broadening my audience with the motivational stuff and that type of content with my son and my family. But most riders ask this question because they want to work with brands. And so I think there's a couple ways you can go about this. For myself, not only do I want to work with brands that align with my message, align with what I'm doing, but I also want to grow my business. I think people don't understand the power of social media in this aspect that if you have a lot of followers and not even followers, fans, right? So beyond followers, people that really fuck with you and people that really vibe with you and you create a product, you literally just created a business out of posting pictures, videos, whatever you're creating on social media. And I think that's such a powerful, powerful tool. Even if it's t-shirts, right? One of my first products that I sold was that that wasn't shit t-shirts. People are still asking for them. I might do another run. Not really sure if it still aligns with my brand, but I wanted to get rid of the cuss word on there just because I wanted to broaden my audience with the speaking, me going into schools, all that type of stuff. So I'm thinking more towards the future with that. Don't know if I'll bring those shirts back, but anyways, I sold a uh, 50 plus shirts. I think on my first run, I mean, that was amazing. I, I was so ecstatic. I couldn't believe that someone wanted to buy a t-shirt that had something that I made up, a, a phrase that I made up on this shirt. And it was such a powerful moment for me to realize the, the stuff that I've been doing the last 10 years, just literally posting videos of what I love to do is paying off. So for you guys, don't sleep on the power of having social media and creating an income from it. And I think people often get caught up in the just the followers, okay? But what are the followers doing? What can they do for you? And this is the ticket. The personalized experience that you can deliver on your social media is what gets people past just following you and actually vibing with you, right? Actually wanting to mess with you, actually wanting to buy buy something from you or buy a product. Or if you're sponsored by a company, you're wearing a helmet, Rurock, for instance, are my followers past the surface level point to where they trust me enough to switch over to a different product if I promote it, right? Rurock, for instance. Or if you're selling a product, like for me, I'm selling my mindset calls, I'm selling my mindset programs. That is a product that I am using my social media to sell. Such a powerful, powerful thing that I don't think a lot of people even thinking about when you're posting on social media and you're creating a brand. Because at the end of the day, you are the brand, okay? When people think that they have to create something or, or they don't know what to post or they don't know how they're going to go about it, just remember that you are the brand. You are the niche. Whatever you are doing, whatever you like doing, whatever you are passionate about, whatever experiences you have been through, that is the content. You are the content. So it's not as difficult as people make it out to be. So I want to go over my journey about creating a brand. This has been a 10-year process, comes with many, many, many trials and tribulations, many bumps along the road, many years of confusion, many years of stagnance where I, I really didn't do anything because I didn't know where to go. But what I want to do is take my 10 years and condense it for you guys so hopefully I can help you, like I said, create a brand, gain a following, 
gain an audience, work with brands if that's your goal, sell a product if that's your goal, whatever your goal may be with social media, help you build it in the way that I build it. So number one thing I want to talk about, you need credibility, okay? Whatever it is that you're posting, I'll go along with stunt writing because like I said, that's my audience. Why should people listen to what you have to say? For me, it's because I was good at it, right? So I gained the respect through gaining the credibility of what I was talking about. I wasn't posting advice until I was six, seven, eight years into stunt writing. The first four or five years, I didn't tell anyone how to do anything. I didn't coach anybody. I was focused on myself and myself only. Sure, I would help buddies at the lot every once in a while, but my time at the lot was spent my training in 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 my bag, recording my videos, doing my thing, trying to get better, trying to gain the skill set because that's what I was obsessed with. But I didn't realize it was going to turn into all this. So the credibility is first. The credibility creates the trust. Remember that one. So if you are in shape, for instance, someone is going to take your advice on diet and nutrition. If you have money, someone's going to take your financial advice. If you're good at stunt writing, someone's going to take advice on stunt writing, right? I think the thing for me is I've transferred the stunt writing skill and obtaining the skill over into mindset because every single time you put your leg over the bike and you're doing new tricks and you're doing dangerous stuff, you're battling mental and emotional fear. So that's what I go through. I talk about the adversities on the bike, all the things that I went through, but it wasn't until I got good, gained the audience, people trusted me, and I had credibility, did I start speaking? Did I make shirts? Did I tell anyone what to do or feel like I was capable or had the the knowledge or anything to tell anyone or give anyone advice? So the a quote I want to read for you guys, you are most fit to serve the person you were before you are who you are now. Okay, I'll read that one more time. Write this down. You are most fit to serve the person you were before you are who you are now. So this makes it easy. Like I said before, you are the content. You are the niche. Whatever you're passionate about, whatever you do, whatever you're good at, whatever you have experienced, and whatever you have gone through throughout your life, throughout your journey, uh, in your skill acquisition, knowledge acquisition, whatever it is that you guys are, are doing, the people that are a couple steps behind you, they are your audience, right? So as you get better and better and better and better, gain more knowledge, gain more skills, whatever that looks like, you have a broader audience because you're leveling up over people, right? So um, what I've done within my journey is my first two priorities were stunt writing and content creation. Obviously, you guys have seen I've been making videos for the last 10 years. I've been writing stunt writing for the last 10 years. So what I'm doing now is my content that I have been making for the past six or eight months. Almost every video that you guys have seen, I rarely make the the banger edits anymore because I feel as though it doesn't really serve my audience in a way that I wouldn't be represented. I have to do it for brand sometimes. Um, and I have to do it for video. Certain Sometimes I'll hear a song and I'll have some footage and I just have to go off on it because that's really what I love to do. But most of my content shows the come up. Okay, It shows the progression. Why? My audience, the people that I'm going to get from followers to fans, want to know where I've been. They want to know how hard it was for me and how much adversity I had to go through to get to where I'm at. Why? Because my audience is sitting in the exact same place that I used to be. Remember that. So wherever you're at, there's people that are behind you 
and you have experienced the same exact points in the journey that they're in right now and they want to hear from you. They want to know that you made it out. So that's why, like I said, most of the videos that you guys have seen me posting lately, if you follow me on Instagram at Junior, it shows the come up. It shows me eight, nine, 10 years ago, the crashes. And then I always throw in a little video at the end. And this is kind of where I'm creating my message here within my content. When I'm not even speaking, when I'm not even talking, I, I'm creating a message within my video content that doesn't say anything other than I've been through some shit. And here I am now working with brands, gaining an audience, speaking on stage, and all these things came from that come up. So what I say is the come up always connects. Please, 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 you guys do not sleep on this part. Document the journey because then once you get good, because if you don't quit, you will make it. And once you get good, you can go back and you can create this type of content that shows progress. People want to see that where they're at, where they believe that there is no light at the end of the tunnel, that you were once there and you battled it, that gives them a light to look for, that gives them hope, and that gives them a sense of proof that it is possible. I can do it too. And like I said, I'm just going to keep going with what I've been doing lately and how I have progressed from the stunt writing and the content creation onto speaking, an inspirational figure, and a mentor, okay? So throughout your journey, as you continue to level up, there's going to be more doors that open. I was actually having a conversation with one of the first U.S. riders to have a handbrake, and he said to me, the bike will open doors that you never expect and go in them and see what they have to offer. And it, it really resonated with me because now that I'm doing the speaking, the inspirational content, and the mentorship stuff, I really resonated with that. So throughout the journey, the whole point of the journey is to become the person that is obtaining what you are after. It's not to get the thing. The finish line truly doesn't matter. It's how hard you fight during the race and the mental and emotional fortitude that you gain during the race that is truly, 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 that is the bag. That is the win, right? That is the W. This is what you should be after. It's self-development through and through. And when you do that, when you go on these difficult journeys and you quote unquote make it, right? You get to where you were going, you realize, wow, there's so much other stuff that I can be doing, serving, teaching, helping within what I just did that doesn't even have anything to do with it, right? So the bike, for instance, I speak about men's emotional health because I understand that a lot of men that get on bikes and throw their leg over a bike and grip the handlebars have something going on, right? The guys that ride fast, the guys that split traffic going 100 plus miles an hour. I'm an adrenaline junkie too, but understand that a lot of these guys have stuff going on that they're trying to forget and the speed and the adrenaline gives them an out for that time. The speed and the adrenaline and the danger gives them a sense of peace because there's so much shit going on in their head that they're trying to escape from it. And the point where you are risking your life and putting your life on the line, you can't think about anything else. So I speak about that, right? I talk about opened up a whole new door, a whole new avenue for me to go down, a whole new door for me to explore based upon my journey with the adversity and the bike in the last 10 years, all the injuries, all the crashes, all the things I learned about myself 
pushing myself to the limits. And this is something you guys should be doing too. Whatever you're doing, you should be doing it to the fullest extent with the intent that at the end, you can turn around and you can share it. You can help people. We always turn around and help the people behind us. And that is what's most fulfilling. So for the bike, for instance, a couple of things I wanted to go over with how I'm giving advice through my journey and how I'm gaining traction with my audience, allowing my audience to trust me because I'm giving them a personalized experience of my journey. So with the bike, I didn't know how to wheelie. It took me longer than anybody I know to learn how to wheelie. I was very unprofessional with, with other riders, with brands, uh, reaching out to companies for sponsorships. I was very unprofessional. I had no experience with that. I'm helping people with that. Do not make the same mistakes that I made. I think this is how we can teach going backwards, right? I wish I wouldn't have done that. This is what I'm going to help you guys with. I had no money. I literally, literally had no money throughout this journey. I penny pinched and didn't eat lunch sometimes to put gas in the bike. Didn't know how I was going to fix it. Borrowed money here, borrowed money there, saved here, saved there. And um, my message within that is if you really want to do something, you will find a way to do it. I didn't know how to work on a bike. I YouTubed every single thing that I did on my bike or I literally paid a friend and video recorded him doing it so I could do it in the future because I didn't have money to keep paying him. I got hurt. This is a very broad audience, right? How many guys ride bikes and get in accidents? So many, so many people reach out to me. How did you get through your accident mentally? I'm dying inside, not being able to ride my bike. I don't know if uh, I'm going to be able to walk again. All these things, people have reached out to me. That is an audience for me to serve, right? This is very important to me. This is, again, this is how you create that personalized experience. You share what you've been through. You share how you got over it and you share what worked for you. I got arrested. A lot of guys have been arrested in stunt riding. A lot of guys have been arrested on the bike. How did I get through it, right? Content. This was another pillar for me. I had no idea how to use a camera. My brother was like, I think maybe 10 or 11 at the time. And he said, hey, we should get a camera. We should document you doing this. And I was like, dude, I suck. Like, no one's going to fucking want to watch me. I, I can't even wheelie. There's nothing to watch. And it was like, dude, we have to do it. We literally started out with these shitty Canon cameras, YouTubing how to use them, and just figured it out, right? Editing, same thing. Didn't know how to edit. Didn't know how to market myself, right? I was just posting whatever. I didn't have any meaning, any message, or any intention behind any of my content. I was just posting. And I think people think that if you just post and post and post, you're going to get a lot of followers, which it can happen, right? But we don't want followers. We want fans. How do we get fans? We let them in. We show them a personalized experience of our life through the internet, mentally. So this is another pillar that I'm working on on my Instagram currently, and I'm letting you guys in kind of on my strategy and what I'm doing. I'm posting bike content. I'm posting about content in general, and I'm posting about my mentality. When I first started, I had limiting beliefs. And this isn't even about the bike. This is in my life. I truly did not believe in myself. I was a victim, right? Everything was someone else's fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. I never wanted to take accountability for any of my results. That includes working with other brands, me being unprofessional, them saying, you know, we're not really interested in working with you. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't want to work with you anyways. Just a shitty, entitled attitude. And that was my next one. I was very entitled. I thought, Things are just to be given to me. And one thing that I will say is though I felt like I was entitled, I earned 
every single thing that I ever got on the bike was earned. But for some reason on the outside world, I just had this sense of entitlement, like something, everything was owed to me. And these are all things that were stopping me from becoming great, right? Even though I was good on the bike, I lacked a lot of results through sponsors, through financial, right? I mean, I, I could have been making money this entire time, but all these things not only were holding me back in my personal life, but were also holding me back on the bike. I was very, very, very mentally and emotionally unstable. This was a big factor in my journey. And this is why I talk about it in men's emotional health, right? Or people's emotional health in general. But the instability within my journey, I always ran to the bike and I ignored it and I ignored it and I ignored it. And I have so many guys that reach out to me that say the same exact thing. I just ride because it's my only escape to get away from all the bullshit in my life and all the voices in my head. The only way I can silence them is doing all this dangerous shit. And I was there. That's why I serve these people. And that's why I post this type of content because it's important to me because I was there and I made it out and I have to share how. This is how you create connection with your audience. And I was suicidal. This kind of goes in with the instability and what I was speaking about before on men's emotional health. Again, guys that are running from their problems get on their bike. Some of them even hope that when they throw their leg over the bike that, that it's going to be the last time they do it. I have heard so many people, including myself when I was younger, man, if I could just have this bike land on me a certain way on the freeway and, and this could all be done, I'd be okay with that. I used to tell people, if I die on this bike, I'm good. Don't even worry about me. I wasn't sad. I was happy with the last thing that I was doing, doing what I love to do. This is actually what got me my results is because I literally had no fear. I'm one of the lucky ones. A lot of these other guys that feel this way, that feel like they want to die. And that's why they ride their bike, hoping that this is the last time they throw their leg over it. A lot of these guys don't make it out. So that's why I speak about this. That's why I speak about my low times because there's more people in a place where they don't want to be right now than people that are actually where they want to be that are the best version of themselves, which is why you got to speak backwards. Again, whatever results you have obtained, you speak backwards through your journey and those people are your audience. So in the future, I already have this all mapped out. I'm going to be talking about speaking uh, family. I'm a new family man, right? So I've only been in a marriage for the last two years and I've only had kids for the last two years. So I don't feel as though, you know, I can give some nuggets, but I really want to experience that before I start giving out information and advice on that. And I really want to gain more credibility in the time that I've had my family, that I've had my kids before I start giving more advice. And then also day trading. I've been day trading for the last couple of years. This year is my first profitable year. But before I start giving advice towards this and talk about all the trials and tribulations, because this journey of day trading was harder than the bike journey, as crazy as that sounds. And, you know, in a couple of years, I will be getting into that. So I hope that this video helped you guys um, on creating a personalized experience for your audience, turning followers into fans. This is how you create a personal brand. This is how you find and help. This is how you find the brands that really want to work with you. Because if you're just posting, again, I'll just talk about stunt riding. If you're just posting wheelies, you're just a guy wearing a helmet doing something illegal. When you start posting your experiences and all your adversities, your values, your beliefs, and all the things that align with you, 
this makes brands really want to commit when they find somebody. Okay, wow, we can really get behind this guy. He's talking about this. He's talking about men's emotional health. He's talking about fatherhood. He's talking about his marriage and he's a fucking badass on the bike. Why wouldn't we want to work with him, right? But again, if you're just posting wheelies, you were just a guy wearing a helmet, breaking the law like everybody else. You got to find what makes you different. And I only say that because people are afraid to post it, but you don't actually have to find it. What makes you different is you being yourself. That's it. You are the niche. You are the brand. You are the content. So thank you guys for tuning in. Like, subscribe, comment, and I'll see you guys in the next one.